0: Hey, hi, how are you guys? Welcome back to the Same Says Podcast. I'm Brooke. And
1: I'm Kayleen, and I love your intros. I know, <laughs> I'm
0: like really trying to be, like, open it up with just like a comfortable welcome, welcoming vibe instead of like the monotone, like, same opening.
1: Yeah, I know. I, I feel like we've talked about this too many times, but it's Every like, time I open, I say yeah. this,
0: What is wrong with me? But it is weird, and I always make you do it. So, Sorry. <laughs> Hey, I like it. It like opens me up a little bit because yeah. I feel like I can be the one to like, just let you go on and on. Cause I love to listen to people. Mm. So, or just like, can't shut up. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, it works both for, it's good for both of us. Uh-huh. So
1: I'm like you in the reviews we've gotten. <laughs> oh my gosh. Excuse stop.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. I never feel that way. And I'm sure most people don't either, but Anyways, we wanted to jump into a little update because Kylie and I have been looking into preschools and yeah. I wanted Kylie to go with me. So I obviously was sending her all of the places I was yes. finding yes. and I don't know if any of you guys are like that, but it's always fun to have your kids friends in the same preschools or like activities that they're doing so that there's like a familiar face and you can like schedule carpools. Yeah. And it's just like fun as like moms to be able to like connect on similar things. Uh, same sis, obviously. Obviously. And so, yeah, we kind of wanted to chat about that.
1: Yeah. I think, too, on that same note, like it's comforting knowing that, like, if I trust someone, but then you trust them, I'm like, yes. okay, I've got double like backup. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, I'm sending my child to someone. I don't know what's going to go on, but like, if you send your child to like, it just feels a little bit better. Yeah. And it's comforting.
0: And like, yeah, we can like chat about things back and forth. And like, we're both in the same exact situation. So we understand each other. Yeah. And so, So, yeah. So this whole thing, I feel like kind of came out for me,
1: like specifically because Rocky was going to start a preschool in June. We were going to do the entire month of June, like a two day a week for like two and a half hours. And my friend was going to run it. But unfortunately, like too many people backed out last minute. And so she had to cancel it. And I was just like, now I'm like in this like school mindset. And it just made me really think like, okay, everyone puts their kid at like two years old in preschool. And I'm just sitting over here, like chilling with my kids, like playing with Paw Patrol characters. (laughs) Like maybe I should start doing some like teaching with him, but like, I feel so overwhelmed with it. And Honestly, I feel like I've been very open about this. Like I've needed someone to like help me watch like my kids too. Cause I just feel like I can't get as much done as I would like to. And so when Brooke like sent me a couple, it was like seriously perfect timing. Cause I don't even know if I told you that that one had fallen through at that time.
0: Yeah. I didn't know.
1: Yeah. So it just all was like perfect timing. And we both met with, um, the lady this week. I feel like I'm
0: just not going to say her name. Right. Yeah. Um, and I'm like obsessed with her. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, it was a lot more than we were even expecting or like thinking that we even needed or wanted, Yeah, but like an amazing curriculum, just like so much to offer. I feel like they would like thrive and learn so much with her. And, um, I, I think we're both super excited about the idea of it all, but also I, for some reason was thinking he only had two years until kindergarten, when Kyleen just enlightened me, that no, they have three more years until kindergarten. Yeah. And so we were like, kind of talking about like the four hour schedule, three days a week, but now it I'm seems like, like, a lot. wait, they still have like three more years yeah. of that. I don't know. I know. This is the other part that's like so cool because
1: with like your husband, you can have all these thoughts, but like, they're not going to understand like all the overthinking things. Mm-hmm. And so like the fact that you and I can just like talk about it, is so, I don't know, I just feel like I'm getting to like deeper things than I would have thought about. And initially my re, like response was like, I need to book her right now. I don't want the spots to fill up. Like I really want to do it. But like now I'm like thinking about so many things that Brooke like had mentioned and I'm just like, oh, yeah, maybe it is like a little early and it's like a long time. But then also I'm like selfishly thinking like if we just do it for a couple hours, like is it going to be beneficial to like constantly be picking him up, dropping him off? But then it's like if I'm just thinking about Rocky's perspective, any time would be beneficial because he's like learning how to behave like without me and he would be learning things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just like back and forth of like, okay,
0: I know. You know? Well, and my situation, Asher still isn't potty trained. Um, and with like all of this, like meeting with her and everything, Ren and I were like, Oh, maybe we'll like try again before Europe. Um, just to like I don't know, see if we can like rush it and so that when because they have to be potty trained to go. And so we were for a minute like, okay, maybe we'll try it again. But I think we've we've calmed down from the excitement yeah. or like that, like I don't know, that fear of like needing to like be so ready. Right. And we I don't think we are gonna try to potty train again until after Europe. I think overall that's gonna be less stressful and like easier with yes. um like his bowel situation. And so when we get back, we'll potty train and we'll probably start with like the shorter time just so that there's less chance of an accident, um, with only two hours. But yeah, I, there's like this weird thing with being a parent and like not wanting your child to fall behind. Yeah.
1: And well, that's when, yeah, I'm like, maybe I should wait. And then I'm like, no, it would like progress
0: him. Yeah. Right. So it's like this weird balance, like where you like, don't want your kid to fall behind or like, you don't want to like fall behind as a parent. Like you want to make sure that you're like doing all the necessary things for your kids that would, that's going to help them. And, um, so I don't know. Yeah. It's just so interesting that we are now needing to make these choices and decisions for our kids.
1: It feels so early too, because like for me, preschool was always like just one year before you went to kindergarten. Like Mm -hmm. that's what I did as a kid. That's like what I like, new to be normal. Yeah. But now having a kid, I see so many people that already put their kids in the preschool last year that are kids like my kids age. And I already feel behind. And honestly, that's something that I have learned in the past not to act on. And I need to remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something that and I, I just are going to talk about a ton um, on my trip. And We are pre-recording this by the way. So like <laughs> hasn't happened yet, but It's just, like, I remember feeling that same way about, like, taking away Rocky's binky and potty training him. Like, I was just, like, oh, he's two. Like, that's when you're supposed to do it, quote, unquote. And so I just kind of rushed into it. And I'm trying to, like, keep that at the forefront, too. But, like, I don't know. It's a lot to think about, for sure. So much to think about. And And it's, like, they're only at our home full time for, like, five or six years Yes. And halfway through, am I going to like ship him up? I mean, that's like so dramatic. But like (laughs) still, I'm like, even if he does four hours, a couple of days a week,
0: like that's still not even half the day that he's awake, you know, but it just feels like a lot. It does. And well, and that's the thing is I'm like, oh, am I going to miss him? Like, is that too much? And I was talking to my sister and her daughter's in kindergarten and they only go, she's in half day kindergarten. So she only goes three three hours during the day. And so she's like, so that's four hours and he's only going to be three right and so I'm like yeah that's true I don't know so there's I don't know so much we're thinking about but it's also kind of exciting like it's yeah. fun to like be thinking about these oh, things yeah. and like thinking about maybe like what kind of sports or activities we mm-hmm. want to get them into because like they're kind of getting into that age to like start learning how to be part of a team and right. like work with other kids and so I don't know I'm like really excited about it but also have so many questions and fears and mm-hmm. <laughs> all of the things that a mom think has it's normal Yeah. So if you guys have any advice for us, maybe like we're reaching out for that.
1: Yeah. I would love to hear. I'm like, we should definitely set up like a Facebook post when this goes live just to see like when you guys started your kids in preschool, like, did you feel like it was super beneficial? How long did you have them go? How many days a week? Like, yes, I don't know. I would just love to hear what you guys would do, but like, I also just feel like it could be so good to like just because our kids are with us 24 seven and we don't have anyone watch them. I do feel like that's another benefit is just getting them used yes. to like other people's direction and being with other kids. And mm-hmm. I mean, just Learning selfish- to be independent
0: from you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And selfishly just like the time we could get to like
0: get stuff done that we just feel like we can't get done. Totally. You know? totally. So I know there's yeah. so many things to think about. We'll keep you guys updated before yeah. we decide, but yeah. yeah, we wanted to update you guys because I feel like I like hearing the behind the scenes, especially in like parenthood and like yeah. making these big decisions. And instead of just like when we have made the decision, you're mm-hmm. like finding out then. Right. I don't know. I just feel like it's so much more insightful to like hear the journey of getting there. So I totally agree. I love that.
1: This week, we are chatting all about how to be that friend, which we did an episode on like friendship a little while back. So if you guys don't listen to that, you definitely should. But I feel like a lot of times we focus on like how we want other people to be for us because everyone wants like the best group of friends. Like mm-hmm. it is so desirable to just have people in your life that like make your life exciting that would do anything for you. But like it's always a constant like reflection of like, what are people doing for us? And I feel like the best way to find the best friends is to be that friend. Yep.
0: Does so that make sense? Well, and it's also like how, yeah, like how to get friends, you have to be that friend, you have to be a friend. And so this is like a little how to, I guess, on how to be that friend. And maybe you'll find little like tips or tricks or things that you're not doing that will make you a better friend.
1: Yeah. I just think it's a good time to like reflect because like, say you're in a position where you're looking for new friends or you've had the same friends for a long time and maybe you don't feel like those friendships are like where you want them to be I think it's a good time at any time just to kind of reflect on like how you're treating the people around you and if it's not what you want it to be like maybe it's just as simple as you putting in more effort to make it because like I think it's so easy to see like on social media like all these people getting together doing these things and it's like You're, like, thinking you need to, like, completely find new people to do it with. Yeah. Where maybe your friends are wanting the exact same thing, but, like, you just haven't communicated it or, like, you guys aren't putting in the effort that needs to be. So.
0: And you just need to be the starter.
1: Yeah. Yep. So I'm hoping that we're catching you at, like, the perfect time. It's summer. I feel like people are way more down to do things in the summer. Mm -hmm. So this is going to be your, like, summer guide to having the best time with your friends. Okay. OK, so we kind of like organize this in like questions to ask yourself um, or even just like vice versa. Like, do your friends do this for you? So like this could be a good like kind of checklist for both ways to just see
0: I where you stand, where your friends stand. Yeah. See, so if you're feeling like you're doing all the work, maybe this is the thing that you can ask yourself if your friends are fulfilling this for you. And if not, maybe time to start reaching out, reaching yeah. out. Yeah, so. for sure.
1: The first one i feel like was like the number one thing that came to my head. And I feel like it's just something that is so um, imperative to friendship is, are you actually a good listener? And I think I heard on a podcast, um, I can't remember which one it was. This was probably when I was pregnant with Rocky. Cause I remember I used to walk all the time with him and like listen to stuff. And there were some things that um, he had said that if you do this, like while you're speaking to a friend, like you're probably not a good friend. And I did all of them. And I was (laughs) like, shoot.
0: (laughs) Um, I love that you can just admit that or even acknowledge that. I feel like that's the first step. Yeah.
1: (laughs) No, it was like a huge, like, I wanted to be defensive because I was like, no, no, no. Like I I swear I mean well, but I was like, but like, it doesn't matter. I was doing all of them. Mm -hmm. The first one was like, when you're speaking to someone, do you already have what you're going to say in mind before they're done thinking and all you're thinking about is when can I say what I want to say in response? Does Mm, that make sense? mm -hmm. Because if you're doing that, you're not actively listening to what the person is saying. You're just ready to speak again. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I do that a lot. (laughs) I'm like, shoot. Okay. And then the next one was like, when you're talking, do you like nod along the person? Are you like, yeah, okay. uh Uh-huh. And I'm like, yeah, I do that all the time. And it was the first time I understood that that could be received as like, okay, hurry up and stop talking. So like, I can talk or like, yeah, yeah, I, I get it. You don't have to keep like going on, but really? I'm like, yeah. Oh, I know. And and I'm here. Like, I am like, yeah, no, I <laughs> do that all the time. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I do it so that they can like acknowledge that I am paying attention to them, you know? Yeah. But it was the first time I was like, oh, whoa, like that can be perceived. Yeah. I can really, see that. Really. Mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah, those are the first two that I was just like, okay, yeah, I need to be better on that. But I also think something that's like really big with um listening is, is your mind wandering like while someone is talking? And it is so clear when the person you're talking to
0: talking to is not paying attention to you. Oh yeah, you can like just see their eyes like starting to like not focus. Like they're literally like looking through you. Yeah. and I'm like, <laughs> it is
1: painful to notice because I'm like, as I'm talking, I start to lose what
0: I'm even saying. Cause I'm like, I know you're not listening. Yeah, to me. exactly.
1: Like to me, that is one of the
0: worst things you can do. Oh, the second somebody starts doing that to me, I'm like, all right. Yeah. It was nice chatting with you. Yeah. Moving on. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. And, and it's so clear. It is yeah. very obvious. So yeah. yeah, I agree. I feel like you to be, like, I feel like that's in any friendship book you read this is like something that they push so hard. Yeah. And that is like, you have to genuinely make yourself interested in what somebody is saying because right. they will tell. And like, that's the only way that you're going to be able to respond in a way that makes them feel good about what they say. Or like heard. Exactly. Yeah. 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 The other one
1: is um, when you're listening, are you actively trying to turn the conversation back to you back to like talking about yourself? Cause just so easy to do so easy. Yeah. And, and everybody wants to talk about themselves. Right. And like in your defense, if you are this person, it's easy to talk about yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what you're going to say. You're comfortable in it, but I can like, have you had conversations with people where like they cannot talk unless it's about themselves Yes, and like, they can't talk
0: to you about something with you. Yeah. It is like so painful. Yes. Well, and I've, I've even noticed about myself. There's I've, would consider myself a very good listener because I actually, I would say like I do more of the listening than talking in a lot of situations, but there are certain topics where I really have to rein myself in mm-hmm. because that I like get excited about that. I like to talk about and it's usually sharing about myself yeah. in that topic. And so, yeah, I totally, I mean, I can relate to both sides. I've seen yeah. it done to me. I can see myself doing it. So yeah, it's definitely something where if you're trying to win a friend or trying to um, get somebody to like you, like that is something to definitely be aware of and be thinking about. Something to avoid. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's funny that you use the word like win a friend because Nathaniel has been reading that book, like how to win friends and influence people. It's like literally written like hundred years ago, I'm pretty sure. And um, I want to read what it was because it was a quote that – just made so much sense. Um, it said, if you don't want someone to like you talk incessantly about yourself and don't be interested in hearing other people talk, which sounds like, duh, like no one's going to like that, but like, it is so easy to do that, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. It just comes out so naturally just because we are so like self-driven. Yeah. Um, something else, I feel like I've probably said this on the podcast, but something that was so pivotal for me was I went to dinner with my grandpa a few years ago. This was probably like five years ago. And he said, when you are in a conversation with someone try, he, he basically, I don't know why this came up, but he was basically like, try to be the listener. He's like, you already know everything that you're going to say. You're never going to learn in a situation in which, in which you are the one talking. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, okay, that's actually an even like cooler perspective. Cause it's like, yeah. Not even like the gain of that is to learn is to like learn about the person, learn about something else. And I don't know. It was just such a different perspective. I loved it.
0: No, I love that. I feel like it's easy to think that you're gonna win someone over by telling them all of these things about yourself mm-hmm. when in reality like that is just not the case at all. Like people opposite. do not care <laughs> yeah. about other about you. They no. I mean they do, but to an external extent, but to make them feel like you, they, or that you like them, you have to seem interested in them. Yeah. Therefore you talk about them. <laughs> right.
1: Which is kind of funny. Cause then like each person doing that is kind of then if you're both actively doing that, you, you know what I mean?
0: Like yeah, you're... it's going to naturally happen where you talk about yourself, but I think it's where you have a, a back and forth banter. Yes. I was going to say, if it's not
1: reciprocated, if the entire conversation, if you leave and you're like, Oh yeah, we just talked about me the whole
0: time. Like, yeah. Red flag. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, my number two was, are you their number one fan? And I wanted to read this quote before I kind of got into that. And it says the best kind of friendships are fierce lady friendships where you aggressively believe in each other, defend each other and think the other deserves the world. And like, that. it's so easy, especially in female friendships to get into like, maybe like a competitive or a jealous feeling and I don't know why like why us women like do that with each other I don't get it and it's if we can just like move past that and realize like we can be each other's like biggest advocates we can be each other's like um greatest strengths Mm -hmm. like we are gonna gain so much more and like the world is gonna be a better place there's not gonna be I don't know just drama like yeah that is why us women have drama I feel like. like oh yeah I think that men so easily move past any kind of jealousy or like comp- competition between each other. And I don't know, that's why they like thrive. That's yeah. why like there is like, I don't know, that man bond. So I don't know. Yeah. It's if we can all like just move past that, we can just all celebrate each other's wins. Something my sister in law said. um, I, oh, wait, no, that was you. You wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait, what is this? I, I got a preface. We did this timeline
1: like two weeks ago when we thought we were going to record this. So that's so funny. But <laughs> no, I wanted to comment on what you're saying. I think too, and this kind of goes with like what my sister-in-law said is like your win is not your friend's loss or vice versa. Like I think a lot of times it feels like a very like scarcity mindset of like if you win, that means I can't win in that area too. And that is like almost never the case. Yeah. And that is what me and my sister-in-law always say to each other is like, we're in each other's corner and it's like, your win is my win. Like, I don't know. I just feel like that feels so good. It feels so good. And like, to be so excited to go share news with people that like, isn't your husband or your sister or like someone who's going to be that for you, no matter what, you know? Right. It's just so special in a friend. And yeah, I just think when you start getting competitive and jealous and like caring about like, Little things like that. It's just, it's just petty. It's not fun, mm-hmm. you know. So I don't think anyone ever intends to be not someone's number one fan. I think it, like, actions speak louder than words in this situation. Yes. But yeah, just check yourself. Are you, are you rooting on your people for yes. all their successes?
0: Well, and like stand up for them when others talk negatively about them in person yes. or behind their backs. Um, I feel like, I don't know. I, I mean, it's sad that like even us in our like late twenties, early thirties, like that that's something that we still are even dealing with. I feel like this is like a conversation for like high schoolers, but it still does happen. And I don't know. I I was listening to a podcast where somebody, they were talking about how like they love um, what was the word? They love gossiping. They like, they like love it. Like that's so fun for them, like whatever. And like, I don't know. I just like could not get past it. Like that is just not something so that toxic. I enjoy. Yeah, Like it, it's like, it, cause, because either I know the person and I'm like, mm, I don't feel comfortable talking bad about them behind their back. Or I don't know the person. I'm like, why would I care to yeah. talk about this? Like, I don't know them. Like,
1: right. I don't know. It's right. just so
0: interesting that that is even something we are still dealing with.
1: I think I listened to the same podcast. Cause I remember thinking the same thing. Uh, but I think that is tied to not liking the person that you're talking about because you get like amped up because you want other people to like, not like them too. And that's why people gossip. It's because you're trying to like, get them on your side of like, you know what I mean? And I do think there's like a little bit of this, a little bit of that in us just as far as like human nature goes. Yeah. But like, to the extent in which you're talking about where it's like, you love to gossip, like, that's just like, not it. You guys, not, yeah.
0: it's not it. No. Yeah. Well, and I'm, I can't think about the last time I've hung out with somebody where like, that was the highlight of like what we talked right. about or, and like, then you, or even something that we've talked about. Right. And then you felt like good about hanging out with them afterwards, right. you know, <laughs> or even felt good about like, maybe if like there was a comment, like it's not something that was remember, like memorable for yeah. me. Like that's, yeah, that's not what is going to, you're not going to yeah, look
1: back and be like, oh my gosh, that was such a good time hanging out with my friend, just like talking shit about
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I also think too, like
1: if you just have to be careful with who you're gossiping with, because it's like, if it's, if it's going to be said to you, a lot of times it will be said about you as well. Like if it's so comfortable to gossip around you, like you're not the only one, you yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So just be careful in that sense. The last thing I wanted to just say on being like your friend's number one fan is like truly encouraging their dreams. And like, I mean this, like probably, I think I'm probably a little bit too much on this because like when I have friends that are like, Oh, like I would love to do this. Like, let me think of like, like a career goal for an example. I want to start this business. I'm like, yes, you can do it. Like I will help you figure it out. Like I just get so pumped about people like figuring out like a passion in their Mm -hmm. life and even just, like, if it's, like, a fitness goal or, like, I don't know, trying to, like, do something with their kids. Like, I just think to, like, encourage their friends' dreams the way that you would, like, want to encourage your own is, like, just the best thing ever. The best. Like,
0: I, I just don't know how else to say that. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. I feel like being their, like, hype woman, like. Yeah. Like, almost and, pushing them to do it, Yeah. exactly. More the, than they'd push themselves. Yeah. No, I love that. And I feel like. That is what we're all striving for in a relationship, so yeah. or a friendship. Yeah. No, I don't know. It's just. Yeah, I get a little crazy about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm the same. I am the same. I feel like there's so many things that I could expand on that. Yeah, but we also have a ton of other great questions. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Next one is just a simple like question. I feel like in. It is. Are you complaining every single time you talk to someone? And hear me out on this one, because I do have certain people that I just feel like I just need to like vent to. And it like feels better to get it out and like leave the situation. But I also like, am so conscious of the fact of if it is draining the person I am with, like if it's taking all of them and then they leave and like, you may feel better, but that person is like, Oh, that was just like a negative.
0: Yeah. You know? Yep. I think it's, I think friends are there to vent to. Yes. But that shouldn't be all they're there for. Correct. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I think too, I've kind of gotten into this a ton lately and especially like about our spouses. I just feel like the, sorry, this is kind of off topic, but I just have been trying not to like complain about my spouse to anyone. Cause I feel like it's not in a situation in which like complaining to them would be beneficial to you. Like, I think that is something where like you deal with that with your spouse and then like you can move on. But like the more you tell people about like certain people that you love in your life, like they don't love them the same way that you do. So like it just like kind of like amps them up. And if they're like a true friend, they're trying to like defend you. And I think it could almost make you feel worse.
0: Yeah. Sorry. That was kind of a tangent. But no, I agree. I, I get where you're coming from. Um,
1: but with that, like, I feel like there's some people, like some of my friends that I leave and I'm like, you're so inspiring to me. Like I want to go do better. And like, that's how I want to like leave. Like for example, I had my friends over last night and I hadn't seen them in like almost two years, like long story short, they moved away. And so we were just like catching up and they were like, Oh yeah, we started like a vending machine business. And I'm like, what do you mean? And like, they show me their garage and it's like just full of like all these vending machine things. And like, they just like have really made this thing successful and they just decided like to do something with like the money they had earned from their house, like from selling it and like whatever. And I literally was like, I don't, we got to do something. Like I just, I <laughs> love when I leave hanging with people and I'm like, you make me want to be like a better person. Yes. And I think that that will always feel better. And now, again, I just have to emphasize, like, I love me a good vent sesh. I love like to just like feel better, but like, just be careful about what like you're complaining about to people. Cause it yeah. can be extremely um, just like draining. And in that same book that Nathaniel was reading, it said, don't criticize, condemn or complain. And I just feel like that's just like such a like ground, like boundary, I guess you could call it to just kind of think about when you're conversing with people.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. And I mean, I know this is kind of going the opposite way, like thinking about who you're friends with, but I love thinking like about where they say, I think you are the sum of like the." top five people you're you surround yourself with yeah and so try to make yourself one of those people that makes the other person walk away better yeah so I've never really heard anyone talk about it that way like everyone's so focused on like okay who am I can I gain from these people around me yeah Yeah. no I agree what are you giving what are you bringing to the table yes do you make a point to honor your commitments and plans with them I feel like this is like friendship 101 um I feel like if you're constantly bailing on plans or like making the other person feel like they're not important to you, um, or if like, say you're always late to everything that you do with them. I don't know. I just feel like that really translates to like, okay, this person's not reliable. First of all, right. But second of all, yeah, like they don't really care about you or that you're not their first priority or like they weren't super excited about this plan that we had, you know, I just feel like actions really do speak louder than words, especially in this sense. And I mean, I'm sure you've had a friend where you are constantly inviting them and then they're constantly bailing and Mm -hmm. then you just stop inviting them. Yeah. And so, um, you definitely like, I feel like this is something to always be mindful of. I mean, of course, if you're a good friend and the, everyone's going to understand that. Yeah. Sometimes you're late, you're a mom or sometimes you can't make it or like your kids were sick or you're sick, whatever. But I think it's the majority of the time that you are like holding to your commitments and plans. Um, and then you're going to be less likely to be invited to things because their expectation of you is that you're already not going to show up. You're going to just bail anyways. So I don't know. I just feel like that's like a good reminder to like, think about, um, it's something that I'm always trying to think about because I am totally like a homebody. And so like that is my like every time I make plans, even if it's like the thing I'm like so excited about, I can sometimes like talk myself into like, oh no, I just want to like hang out at home today. Mm-hmm. But I always do try to keep in mind, like, okay, no, if I had made plans and invited somebody, I would like be super disappointed if they bailed on me. And so oh. right. I don't know, it's just a good little Thing to check in on
1: I think too this can feel like kind of overwhelming sometimes and I just want to say if you feel like it's hard to stick to your plans because like you just feel like something is like constantly coming up maybe try like the different approach and maybe try not to make the plans like as far out and maybe just like see if people can do things like tomorrow or day of like I don't know. I just feel like if you are like, well, shit, I'm not really doing that very well. Like maybe try the opposite of what you've been doing. Yes. Especially in the season of kids, just because things can just be so unpredictable. Yeah. This is something I have learned that a lot of times, like people are down to hang out like within
0: the next couple of hours and they're kind of in the same boat, you know? Yep. Well, yeah. And I think that's the whole thing is like, be true, like be honest with yourself and your commitments. Yeah. And so like, don't overcommit. Right. And if you do commit to something, I mean, I feel like it's with anything. Like if you said you were gonna bring a dish to a party. Yeah. Like and then if you just like don't show up to the party with the dish, I don't know. It just kind of puts you off as an unreliable yeah. person. Yeah. And an unreliable friend. And no one wants that. And you're that doesn't make you that friend. <laughs> right. That we're all trying to be. So
1: perfectly said. Um, I feel like this kind of like goes off of this one a little bit, but are you giving as much as you are taking, um, which I don't think this is something that should ever be like you're keeping score. Cause I feel like no one likes that. It does not work well within a marriage. It doesn't work well with friends either, mainly just kind of like a thing to check in for yourself. But like, are you just even like simply checking in with people's lives, seeing how they're doing? If like, you haven't talked to them for a while, or maybe you know that they're sick. Like, are you seeing if they need anything? Like are you hosting dinners? Are you asking them like, even when you are together, like, are you reciprocating questions? Are you asking about their job, about their kids? Are you again, the only one talking? Um, I don't know. I just, I feel like it's really, again, easy to like, focus on like, are people doing this for me? You know what I mean? But like, if we just like Focus more on like what we can do for other people. Like this has been my theme of like my marriage as well. And I feel like it just can really translate into all aspects. But if you just focus on serving, like how can I serve people? Serve, serve, serve. Like just focus on that. Like people are going to want to do it in return yeah. and it's going to feel more equal or more. And you won't even notice because you're just kind of focusing on what you're doing, you yeah. know?
0: Well, and like, it's, I mean, this is, I'm going to beat a dead horse by saying this because I'm sure everyone has told you this, you and your, your mom and everybody, but when you serve other people, you feel so much better. Mm -hmm. Like it's just going to make you so much more happy than somebody else doing it for you. And I don't know. I feel like a lot of times we do like expect that from our friends. And we think that's, what's going to make us happy when in reality it is the reverse. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, you're doing yourself a favor by like, I don't know, putting in that extra effort to be the friend that is giving more, or, I mean, I don't even know want to say giving more, but that is just like doing something to be a friend. Yes. And, um, so I don't know. Yeah. I, I always have to like remind myself of this as well. I mm-hmm. feel like it's easy to like, get stuck in like, oh, like nobody's inviting me to anything or vice versa. And I think that everybody is feeling that at some point. Right. So
1: yeah, I think like if you kind of feel that way, yeah, maybe just like doing some of these things too, when there's no reason for it, I mm-hmm. feel like is honestly like the most or like the, meth wow, the I was going to say best and most and I switched <laughs> both of them, but it's like the best thing to receive on the other end is just like, just because yeah. kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I was going to go somewhere with that, which I feel like my brain just like blanked on it. But yeah. Um, Oh, I was going to say a lot of times it can feel like so much more work than it really is. Yeah. Like you just work it up to be this huge ordeal in your head to like make dinner for someone. Or like, I know I've talked a lot about like hosting how a lot of times like I get stressed about like the cleanliness of my home and like the amount of work it's going to be afterwards. But like, it's always not as bad as you think and it's always worth it yeah like the okay 30 minutes you spend cleaning your home you had three hours of a good time with your your friends you know yes I don't know it just it's always worth it it really is and I feel like especially with kids like your kids are like witnessing and watching what you're doing and I just feel like even that's like enough reward you know Mm -hmm. what I mean just to like see them see you serve other people too so
0: no I agree all right. The last one we wanted to ask was, do you vocalize your thoughts, feelings, and desires? And I thought of this because I came across this therapist on Instagram who is a friendship educator and I'll give her Instagram a little shout out. It's at Blake, uh, B L A N K E N B E C L E R. I don't even know how to say it. So that's why I just Black spelled you. it. <laughs> Or Beckler. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, anyways, a lot of what she talks about is open communication, and she said that a lot of us women have learned that we have to vocalize our expectations to our partners, um, but we still believe that our female friends should be able to read our minds, mm-hmm. and that just is not the case in any relationship. Um, I feel like because yeah. we're both girls, we think that the other is going to be thinking the same thing that we are, um, but she says that's just not the case, and um, she said, for example. Um, instead of letting a friendship flow, slowly die off because you feel like it's one-sided, um, maybe you're always the one that's initiating, then maybe communicate to that friend, like, hey, I've been feeling like I've been doing most of the initiating lately and it would make me feel super good if you reached out first one of these times. Yeah. And like, maybe that's just gonna be an eye-opener for that friend, like, oh, wow, I didn't even realize I was doing that. Like, yeah, of course, like I would love to plan our next get together, you know? Yeah. And it seems so... Scary and kind of like Mm -hmm. uncomfortable to like bring that up or say that, but I think in the long run, that's going to be better for you. You're going to hold on to a lot more friendships instead of just like you know letting them die off just because you felt a certain way that the other person had no idea that you were feeling, you know. Well, to them, it could be like, oh my gosh, no, like I'm you're the best friend ever. I love being invited
1: to everything you're doing, you know what I mean? They couldn't even they could be not even thinking about it that way. And they're just like, Oh shoot. Like, yeah, you're right. I wasn't doing that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like it is awkward. And I I know that you wrote another point and I kind of want to touch it into this because it is so hard sometimes to like be an actual true friend to people and like really say the hard things. Mm -hmm. But like, those are the true friends who like, will tell you how it is. And like, I don't know, just have the uncomfortable conversations and like lead it to be something that is so much better
0: because you spoke up, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Don't don't let your friendships die off or don't. I I mean, I wrote, I wrote the question, do you love them more than you love your friendship? So like, are, do you love your friendship more than letting them know that maybe they're doing something that's harming themselves or whatever? I mean, I don't know if that is too deep, but I feel like a lot of times we don't say things because they're uncomfortable and we don't want to like harm our friendships mm-hmm. when in reality, it's probably going to do the opposite of that. Yeah. And if it's not, then maybe that friendship isn't right for yeah. you.
1: Right. I feel like every hard or uncomfortable conversation I've had with my friends, it's only brought me closer to yes. them. Agreed. And that is like so telling to the friendship, but I just feel like I have to circle back to like the beginning of just like, most times we do have a lot of good people in our lives. Mm -hmm. Like we just don't know what it is that we need from them. And so it's kind of creating a roadblock of getting to that like friendship that you really like long for. And I just, yeah, I just feel like a lot of times we don't need to start over. Like we have people in our lives that are longing for the same thing and
0: you just need to make it like what you want out of it. You know, I love that. And we're all, we are all just Striving for connection. Yeah. And that's literally like life. I feel like it is. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully some of these things will help you guys. I don't know. Get a little bit closer to that. I feel like I love these types of episodes because I am always needing these types, these reminders um, and always looking for ways to like better myself, better my friendships, my relationships. And I don't know, just like brainstorming these, these things. I'm just excited to like keep implementing them and, Yeah. I'm checking in on myself. So,
1: yeah, I'm thinking we should do like a Facebook post of like um, little things you can do for friends or even just like little get togethers. Like, because sometimes I feel like planning things with friends, you feel like it needs to be this like huge ordeal, but like, it could literally be like a weeknight of like, Hey, let's come over. I have some ice cream. We can just sit and talk. And like, yeah,
0: it's so fun that way. You know, I agree. It doesn't have to be a big plan. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I just feel like you're, you're that friend that that friendship is just like literally one, like little date away. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love it too. I'm like, I am like reflecting on the friend I am and I'm like, I need to do all of these things a little bit more. (laughs) Me too. Um, if you guys enjoyed this episode, please help us out and share it on your stories. I feel like it's definitely one that I think could be received well to many people and it really helps us. And I don't know. I feel like it's hard to like get things out that we want it to. And we try not to ask too much of you guys, but if you liked it, share it. And while you're at it, just give us a rating and a
0: review. On our podcast. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much. We yeah. love, love that.
1: Yeah. We love you guys. Seriously, you guys are just like the best. We love the podcast so much. And this is kind of like a, I'm just going to share and we can cut this if we want to. But I feel like um, lately it's just been a lot to like podcast. Like it's just been the last thing on our list because like our families have been sick. Like we've just had so much work, all that kind of thing. But every time Brooke and I like get together, I am like,
0: why do I ever dread like doing this I know it's my absolute favorite thing. I know I always walk away feeling so inspired yeah. by you and just like I don't know all of the conversations YouTube that we work. have yeah. and so I I don't know why I feel the same yeah. I every time I'm like oh I gotta do that tonight yeah. and then yeah. I'm like this is like the funnest girls night ever I'm like yeah no it's actually better than what we usually do <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just kidding I love
1: I love that I know I love spending time with him but it is a good change and it's definitely just nice to like chat and I don't know. It definitely makes me like feel good about friendship and just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe you don't start a podcast, but you can just literally talk with your
0: friends. (laughs) (laughs) We clearly uh, need to plan some girls night. I know. I know.
1: I'm excited about it. I'm like, we got to do our own like bucket list. We kind of talked about this in our last episode, like with our kids, we need to do it for like us and like friends,
0: friends, a friend's bucket list. I love that. that
1: would be so fun. So fun. All right, you guys, I hope that you have a great week and we will see you next Monday. Bye.